Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, Sharin Eskandani, the founder of Wholehearted Coaching and the Wholehearted Life Coaching Certification. This podcast is in service of your biggest dreams. We'll talk about mindset, manifestation, mindfulness, and we'll also look at the transformative power of life coaching and being a life coach. If you are ready to create your dream life while living your dream life, then let's do it, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper and get my free weekly journal prompts that are inspired by this episode, sign up for my email list by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in joining one of my transformational courses or you're ready to take the leap and become a wholehearted coach yourself, you can head to wholehearted-coaching.com offerings. And of course, all this information is also in the show notes. So last week, I announced that we're doing things a little differently for the month of December. I'm taking a little bit of a break getting things ready for 2024. And let me tell you, there are some amazing things coming on the podcast. And we thought that we could take some time over the next few weeks for the month of December, highlighting the most popular episodes of 2023. And when we were looking at what was the most popular, what the wholehearted community loved, it was a series I did last January all on goals and goal setting. Now, I know it may be a little too early to be thinking about these things, but actually, I think this is the perfect time to be thinking about what we want to do, how we want to feel, what we want to really set our hearts and minds on in 2024, without the guilt or the shame, because this is about goal setting the wholehearted way. And in today's episode, we're going to be looking at the one word that holds us back from our biggest dreams. It is such an innocuous word. It is a word that we say so often, but when we say it, we are instilling doubt in ourselves. This is a must-listen-to episode. Whether or not you have listened to it before, trust me, you will find something in this episode that will resonate deeply with you. Before we dive in, a few reminders. One, we want 2024 to be about the wholehearted community. So we want to hear from you what you would love to hear on the podcast. What are some of the questions you have? What are some of the topics you'd like discussed? Email us at wholeheartedquestions at gmail.com to let us know. And if you're listening on Spotify, there's a feedback box right there and you can type in what you would love to have featured on the podcast. And number two, since this is the season of giving, I would so appreciate it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. 
If you are someone who really loves this podcast, who listens every week, who tunes in, I would so appreciate if you could just take the time to leave a rating, leave a review. This is how we really get more listeners to the podcast. So if you could give that to me, that would be incredible. All right, love, let's dive into this week's episode. Today's episode is a big one. It is a big one for goal setting because today we're going to talk about the one word that keeps us, that stops us from going after our goals. And no, that word isn't I can't, but it is a word that leads us to think that we can't do the things that we want to do. Today's episode is for anyone who feels like they never follow through or they can't follow through on their goals and their dreams. It's for anyone who talks themselves out of their big goals and dreams. It's for anyone who gets overwhelmed by their goals and their dreams. We're going to be looking at that one word, that one word that really stops all momentum. And we're going to look at the one word that is the antidote to that word. So this episode is all about unlocking our motivation, our real momentum towards our dreams love. This whole month for the month of January, we are focusing on goal setting, but we're looking at goals the whole hearted way. Okay, love. So this month is not about just, you know, creating some big resolutions list that you think you're supposed to make or you should make. No, 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 no. This is about really envisioning what you want the next 12 months to feel like, to look like. This is about you creating a year that feels so nourishing and so aligned for yourself. This time of year can be so hard as we are faced with the new year's new you bullshit. And love, a new year does not need a new you. You are just amazing just as you are. So this month, we're really gonna be focusing on what do you want? What do you deeply want? And not just that, but how. How can we go after what you want in a way that feels good, in a way that is easy, and in a way that you actually get the damn thing done? Okay? So this week, we're not going to have a Mindset Monday, but we're going to start with a very quick visualization practice. It's super quick, love, okay? You can do this even if you're walking or driving. You can do it with your eyes open. So let's just take a deep breath in and out together. (sighs) Just relax into this moment. And I want you to think of a really big dream or goal that you have for 2023. A goal that you have not told anyone about. A goal that maybe you haven't even told yourself. And when we're talking big here. We're talking big. So I want you to take maybe a goal that you've created and I want you to like expand that. Make it bigger than what you think is possible. So maybe that's about changing up the timeline of when it happens. Maybe you're adding a few more digits to the end of a number that you have in your mind. Maybe there's something around ease, right, that it's easy to do this. So I want you to take that dream and magnify it. Make it even bigger. I want you to feel a little bit uncomfortable 
as you say this thing, as you name this thing, as you dream up this thing, I want it to feel a little uncomfortable. So we're here in that discomfort, that discomfort of saying this dream, of naming this dream. And as we sit here in the discomfort, I have a feeling that one of the words that is coming up for you, and it's a word that you may not be conscious of, is the word how. That word how. See if you can identify a thought that's coming up for you when you think of this dream that starts with the word how. How is that going to happen? How are you going to make this a reality? How is this even possible? How are you going to figure this out? How are we going to make this much? How are we going to do this so quickly? How? Okay, you can open up your eyes if you had them closed. Today we're talking about that word, how. The word how talks us out of our desires, big or small. In this visualization, I wanted you to think of something really big and uncomfortable because a lot of the times when we create goals, we create goals where we know the how. We know how we're going to do it. And there's nothing wrong with goals where we know the how. But a lot of times those goals are goals that we've put a cap on, are goals that exist within this box of what we think is possible for us. And at Wholehearted Coaching, we're about going beyond that box. We're about breaking that cap. We're about going into those goals and dreams and desires that make us feel excited and also a little bit scared. And that fear comes from the word, how? How are you actually going to do this? That word, how, love, is the word that talks us out of going after some of the wildest, biggest, most amazing things in our life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The word, how. So I started to become very conscious of the word how and the impact that it has on our lives when I first started my coaching practice. I would be having an amazing session with a client, and in that session we'd be having huge breakthroughs, and during that breakthrough, they would name a really big dream. And as they named this dream, I would see this look of total excitement. Their body language would open up, their voice would change, And then all of a sudden, in an instant, bam, it would be gone. And that look of excitement would be replaced by a look of fear, confusion. Their open body language would close up. Their voice would go from, you know, really excited and fast to slower and maybe a little bit lower. And they would say the word, but how? But but how am I going to do this, Sharin? I've tried to do things like that in the past. It's never worked. How is this even possible for me? How? So after that initial moment of excitement, my clients would come down with what I started to call a bad case of the hows. Now let me tell you something, okay? The hows is a virus that all of us come down with. No one is immune to the hows, okay? So this is how the hows work. You come up with a big, incredible dream. And in that initial moment, that first moment, as you think of that dream, you are just so excited and hype and inspired as you think of the impact, the possibilities of what could be. 
And then all of a sudden, your mind starts to say, but how? Like in those moments of like possibility and excitement, you just got like a little how. Okay, but how? How, how are you going to do that? But how, how is that possible? How, how? And then all of that excitement and possibility and inspiration is overshadowed by those questions of how. How are you going to do this? How is this possible? How are you going to figure this out? And so now as you start to think of the goal, instead of having all of those feelings of inspiration and excitement and possibility, when you think of the goal now, all you can think of is the how. And the more you start to think of the how, all you can see are obstacles and the issues that could come up, the things you need to do, the things you need to learn, the money you need to have, the money that you don't have. And the more and more you think of the how, the more and more your goal seems less exciting, seems less possible, seems less inspiring, and becomes more and more overwhelming and stressful. And that is when we start to talk ourselves out of our goal. Or we'll compromise on our goal, right? We'll we'll place a cap on it. We'll make it just a little bit smaller because we think, okay, I think I know how to get there. So love, as I'm talking about the hows, does this sound familiar? Have you ever come down with a case of the hows? Maybe you are struggling with the hows right now. It's the beginning of the new year. And maybe you have some really big, incredible dreams, desires, and goals for the year. And when you thought of those goals, it was so incredible to put them to paper, maybe a little bit scary. But now, as we're getting into the new year, as we're getting down to actually doing the damn thing, you're realizing, I have no clue of how to get there. So we're going to talk about that, love. How? How can we overcome the hows? And what is the antidote to the hows? So let's first talk about why the hows show up. So the hows originate from our ego mind, our fear-based brain. When we come up with a big dream, that part of us, that ego-based brain, thinks, okay, this is something that's really important to this person. And I don't want them to feel disappointed. I don't want them to feel shame or pain or sadness. Okay, so if they want to go towards this dream and we're trying to avoid shame, disappointment, and failure, we have to figure out the perfect way to get there. We have to create a foolproof plan in order to get to our goal. And so our ego-based brain goes deep into planning mode And it tries to figure out the most perfect way to get there, to get to our goal. But here's the problem. If we've created a goal or desire or dream for ourselves that we've never reached before, that we have never done, then we actually don't know how we're going to get there. And our ego-based brain, our fear brain, when it comes to the future, it can only create a plan for us that is based on the building blocks of our past. So it looks to the past to try to create this path forward, but it can't. It can't because it's like, okay, this is the end goal we're trying to get to. We've never done this before. 
okay, so so let me just bring up all the other times that we've tried to do big things and we failed. Let me bring up all the other times that we've tried to do something different and it didn't go the way we want it to. And so that part of our brain starts to highlight for us all the times we failed, all the times we didn't know what we were doing. So love, if you're trying to create a future, a future that is unlike anything you've ever experienced before, that ego-based, that fear-based part of the brain is always going to convince you that you shouldn't do it. Not because it's a bully or it's mean, but because it's actually trying to protect you. It, it doesn't want you to fail. And so that's why it comes up with the hows. Like, how are you going to do this? How is this even possible? So it just comes up with further reasons for you to stop, to not go forward, or to compromise. Your mind is trying to create a map to a destination you've never been to before, love. It's trying to reverse engineer a process that you have never experienced before. And so here is one of the most, ugh, annoying truths about the hows. We are never going to know our how until we get there. We're never going to know the path, the steps it took to get there until we actually get there. And an exercise I always use with my clients is I ask them to think of something big that they accomplished in their life. Maybe it's their job, their home, their partner, a big dream vacation they took, right? But something really big. And I want you to do the same. Think of something big that you accomplished in your life. And I want you to think of how you got there, how you got to that end goal. And when you compare that to perhaps how you thought you were going to get there, it's probably different. I mean, I know this is very true in my life. When I think of how my partner and I met, I thought it was just going to be, you know, going on tons of dates on dating apps and meeting him on Tinder or Hinge. But instead, we met through mutual friends on Instagram. Huh? Right? So we can have an idea of how we're going to get there. But that entire plan, that map, we don't know it until we actually get there. And so when it comes to our hows, we really just have to take the next step, which is really hard because our mind is already at step 1022, right? When we have a big goal, our mind is like, okay, so we're going to do this thing. I need a lawyer. I need a new degree. I need a new certification. And like, yes, those things are possible. Maybe you do need them down the road. Maybe those are steps 999 and 1003. But like right now, maybe you just need to do a Google search. And maybe the step after that is sending a few emails. And then you just keep taking that next small step. So when it comes to our goals, it's kind of this weird thing where I want you to have the big dream, vision, and goal in mind, right? Which is maybe step 5,022. I want that to be a source of inspiration and excitement for you, love. But I also want you to know that if you are focused on steps 3,022 and steps 4,029, it's going to psych you out. It just is, right? So have that big vision in mind, 
but be here. Be where you are on your map. I sometimes for myself, because I'm someone who really struggles with the house often, is I have to visualize myself on a map. I go on a map like Frodo on a map. And I'm just taking the next step and understanding that I'm going to know the next step after that once I take that step. And so on and so forth. And when I visualize that map for myself, I also realize that, you know, there's going to be times where I go down a path and then I have to loop back a little bit. And then maybe I go somewhere and I have to take like a really big leap over some mountain or I don't know. God, now I've gotten into Lord of the Rings, haven't I? I'm so sorry. But do you know what I mean? I think you know what I mean, right? That it's really great to understand where we are on this map. This is also great for going forward, but it's also really great for us to look backward and to say, wow, you did that. Because on our way to our dreams, it can be really easy to just overlook all of the steps we took to get where we are and to focus on all the steps we need to take to get where we want to be. So thinking of this idea of the map this year towards your goals, right? Understanding that you're just not going to know the journey, the way to that goal until you get their love. So that's one really powerful way to navigate when you have your house. When they appear, really honoring them, understanding that they're there to protect you and just saying, okay, I get it for your brain. I understand you're scared and I would understand why you're scared, but we're just going to take the next step. And then after that, we're going to take the next step and see what happens. We're going to reassess at every step. We're going to look back and really pat ourselves on the back for what we have done. And we're going to look to the future as a source of total inspiration, knowing that there will be some hiccups and challenges, but also knowing that we have got this and we can figure it out. So that's one way of really being present with your hows, not trying to run away from them, and not giving in to them. Now I want to share with you the one word that is the antidote to the hows. So when we think of the hows, we think of feelings like overwhelm, feeling incapable, feeling hopeless, right? When we're deep in that house spiral, we're not feeling really motivated. And that's really one of the ways that the hows keeps us from doing the things that we want to do, right? Those feelings that we feel as a result of thinking the hows make us procrastinate. They make us delay. They make us feel really unmotivated. So we don't work towards what we want. So this word that we're going to talk about right now is the antidote, right? It will create the opposite types of feelings. So feelings of excitement and hope and inspiration. And those feelings are what allow us to be motivated. They're the feelings that allow us to become resilient and to sustain, right? Because on our journey towards our goals, there are going to be challenges. And if we can come back to this one word, then we can kind of get back in alignment, back on our map, where we know we are, where we know we want to be, okay? This one word is because. Let me break it down for you. Let's say your big dream is, I want to start my own business this year. Okay, amazing love. When we're in the house, it sounds a little bit like this. 
I want to start my own business this year, but how? But how am I going to do that? But how am I going to figure it out? Now we're going to use the word because instead. I want to start my own business this year. Because. Because I want to create a huge impact in my community. Because I want to have more time to do the things I want to do. Because I have a really great idea that I know is going to change lives. Because. When we use that phrase because after our dream, we come back to our deepest intentions, our deepest why. Those intentions, our why, that's the fuel, love. That's like what I imagine the fire to be underneath us as we do the hard things towards our goals. That word because. Why am I doing this? I am doing it because. X, Y, and Z. So love, again, let's go back to that dream we started with at the beginning of this episode. Now, if that dream doesn't feel really aligned for you, you know, maybe you were just doing it to play along with me, that's okay. Think of another dream. Think of a really big dream that you have for this year. And I want you to put the word because after it. I want to blank this year because. And start naming all of the reasons why. And they don't have to be altruistic. They don't have to be for other people. They can be just for you. I want to have my own business because I want my own hours. I don't want to have to answer to anyone. I want to work in Portugal, in Greece, right? (laughs) They can be just for you. That word because reminds us of the most important things. Those things are what keep us on the path, on the map, love. So as you are dreaming and scheming this month, love, or any time of the year, right? Because January does not need to be a start date for any of us. But when you dream and scheme and plan, understand that the hows are part of the process. When they show up, we understand that they're trying to protect us, but that, you know what, we've got this, and we're just going to take the next step towards our goal, the next step that feels right, the next step that feels true, the next step that feels best, and we'll reassess from there. And when we're lacking that sense of hope and excitement and inspiration, we come back to the word because. Why we are doing the damn thing. So as we close the podcast, let's think of one thing that's really resonating with us from today's episode. And we'll take a deep breath in. Hold that one thing at the top. And breathe out, love. Until next week, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.